What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I'm Robert Wampler. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Got a lot of stuff to get to, including some big-time free agent signings. We're also going to get to some NFL draft news as well as some trade rumors. So stay tuned. That's all coming up on Red Zone Radio. All right, so let's get started talking about the New England Patriots. I don't think anyone would deny they made the most moves in their free agency. Very active, make a lot of weapons, and here's my problem with everyone criticizing them for this. They clearly need to address their receiving and tight end situation. They clearly need to address their weapon. Okay, uh, they re-signed Cam Newton first of all. Is it great? No, but is it just about? Is it about as good as the Patriots can do? Yes. Look, not a whole lot of all the free agent quarterbacks out there. First of all, Seahawks have disengaged now. A report came out that they are quote disengaged on trade talks. Uh, Deshaun Watson report came out. He only wants to go to San Francisco or possibly the Chicago Bears. Uh, he doesn't want to go to the Jets anymore. He's limiting his choices as well now because the power is starting to shift to him because teams are starting to be teams are not going to pay as much because the quarterbacks teams that need quarterbacks that number is starting to go down. So the Patriots were not one of those options for Deshaun Watson or for Russell Wilson for that matter. Even even if he still gets traded. So, and you don't, and you have the 15th overall pick in the draft, so you don't have a great pick. You don't have a great pick in this year's draft, and that's just the reality of it. So, what can you do? You can re sign Cam Newton, realize, hey, it's going to be the second year in the system. You're going to have an offseason. You're going to have a summer. You're going to have a preseason, most likely. You're going to have training camp, OTAs, whatever, to get Cam Newton used to the system. Plus, he has played it in an actual game now, so he's used to that. Uh, so, Cam Newton, is he Patrick Mahomes? Russell Wilson, no. But is he probably the best option the Patriots had? Yes. Um, let's go to the other moves they made. So they get Nelson Aguilar. By the way, two things this team was desperately needing on the offensive side of the ball were some playmakers and just some speed. Listen, I understand people always use this argument about the four-yard dashes, and obviously the scouting combine isn't going to happen this year, but I'm just saying in general, people always use this argument. The 40-yard dash is not important because all those guys who run on the four threes can't stop in and out of their breaks, and half of them don't even play. That's a fair criticism. Nelson Aguilar has shown he can play, however, and here's the other thing. You just need some sort of speed on your offense to keep the defense honest. Cam Newton cannot be the most athletic guy on your football team. Not saying he's not athletic. He's a great athlete, but he's also the quarterback. Even on... Even on the Ravens, Lamar Jackson isn't the fastest guy on their offense. Marquise Brown is. Even on the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray is a great playmaker, but they still have DeAndre Hopkins. Even on these teams where these quarterbacks are super athletic, which, by the way, Kim Newton is sort of a... He's not as he's not quite as quick or as speedy as Lamar Jackson or as Kyler Murray. He's still athletic and can move, but he's more big. He's a, He's a bigger runner than both of those two he's not quite as agile he's more of a slasher but with that being said these guys that uh that are saying speed doesn't matter Nelson Aguilar isn't that great it may be true but you any offense needs speed simply because of the fact that keeps the defense honest over the top if you have Nelson Aguilar or four three speed running down the field someone's gonna have to cover him a safety's gonna have to be put over the top they're no longer because here's what teams were doing last if you go back and watch the film Cover zero. They were just playing a bunch of man-to-man across the board. They didn't really have to worry about over any kind of over-the-top threat. Uh, Julian Edelman Julian was most likely the, the Patriots' fastest receiver. They didn't have any tight end to keep you honest over the middle. They were playing man-to-man across the board and were getting to Cam Newton. 
And even with that, the, that team went 7-9. So, I mean, their offense was extremely limited last year. Not It's not going to be the Chiefs offense this year. It's not going to be, you know, the Tampa Bay offense this year. But it's going to be a decent offense. Plus, you still have the 15th overall pick. Uh, there are three big receivers in this year's draft. Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, and Devontae Smith. Now, assuming those three are taken, there's still some other options out there they can get. You get one more weapon on this team. This could be a really good team. I think you got the running back situation to take care of. You got Trent Brown from the Raiders last week. Your offensive line's looking pretty good. You're going to get Dante Hightower back like next year. So it's looking up for the Patriots. Are they necessarily contenders yet? I wouldn't say that. But I think they're going to be better than 7-9 now. Bill Belichick, believe me, people keep on saying, this proves how invaluable Bill Belichick was to that dynasty. No, it doesn't. Tom Brady was clearly the key piece in that dynasty. I'm not denying that. It wasn't a system. I'm not saying that. But I am saying Bill Belichick was not a Bill Belichick was not just a standby piece in that dynasty. He might not be more important than Tom Brady to the dynasty, but it was pretty close. It, I don't think last year proved that Tom Brady won the divorce, whatever you want to call it. Put Tom Brady on the Patriots team, put Belichick on the Buccaneers team. Now, part of that was good planning by Tom Brady, knowing, hey, I'm getting older, I need I need weapons, I need to be in a conference where there's less competition, I need to be in an easier division. Um, and it was an incredible job by him. But that roster last year that Bill Belichick won seven games with, it was not a pretty roster, and he somehow got done, plus a lot of opt-outs. So it, it was an incredible job by him. Uh, and, and look, if they were in the NFC East, they would have been in the playoffs. Alright, so uh, another free agency sign, uh, another free agency signing that kind of swept everyone, that kind of blew everyone's mind was Andy Dalton to the Bears. And look, a lot of people are giving the Bears a hard time, and I, I don't disagree with that. I don't think they're, you know, it doesn't make me think that that this Bears team is going to be a lot better. It doesn't lead me to believe they're going to be playoff, uh, not playoff contenders. I think they'll make the playoffs. Still got the defense. It doesn't lead me to believe that they're going to be Super Bowl contenders or that they're going to win their division or that they're going to be Aaron Rodgers, because I think the sweepstakes are off for us. So Wilson, as I said earlier, calls came. They're disengaged in the trade talk. Um, with that being said, Andy Dalton, obviously, you know he's not the greatest quarterback of all time, uh. But the thing that I don't understand from the Bears' perspective, I'm not saying it would surprise me if another team were to say, we want Andy Dalton, a team that's only a quarterback away, and they want sort of a veteran quarterback in there to maybe help a younger quarterback or or maybe get in there and just sort of manage the game. But the Bears are not in that situation. They're in a situation where Mitch Trubisky, not saying he's great, but let's be honest here. Mitch Trubisky, the reason why the Bears don't like him is because he doesn't really have an it. He doesn't really have a... He makes he makes you play limited. Your offense is limited. You're sort of wasting Allen Robinson right now. You have a great defense. Your Super Bowl window is going to start to close pretty soon because Khalil Mack's only getting older. Not saying he's out of his prime. Not saying he is. But eventually, he's going to be. Eventually, Allen Robinson is going to be out of his prime. You have some weapons right now. You have some cap space. Spend it on a quarterback, and they spend it on Andy Dalton. So does I? I don't. I really don't think they'll be any better this year than they were off last year. It's nothing against Andy Dalton. With that being said, they could have had Carson Wentz. 
they could have had maybe Russell Wilson. Not saying they could have had him if they offered more. I don't know what the whole situation is. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors with Russell Wilson, and Pete Carroll, and GM, and all that. So I don't know what happened there. There's one quarterback that they could still try to get, but obviously I don't think they're going to do that now because Andy Dalton's there. But Deshaun Watson to the Bears. I mean, that team could have been contenders. They have the defense. They could draft one more weapon in this year's draft, and that team is ready to go. But uh, they pick up Andy Dalton. I don't think it's an improvement. Maybe the game management, maybe less picks than Nick Foles or or Andy or Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles. But I, I, I think you're still a little bit limited. He's not the most mobile, doesn't have the biggest arm, but he can. He can throw it accurately, and he can make some big-time throws when he needs to. Is it a great pickup? No. Do I understand it? No. Are the playoff contenders not in my mind? But maybe I'm wrong. In some other news, the Saints signed Jameis Winston. Uh, this is a big pickup because it, it may sort of tip the cap. Obviously, Drew Brees retired on Sunday. Great career he had. But it may sort of sort of show us their hand a little bit and what they're planning to do. Uh, I do. I, I personally look. I don't love Jameis Winston. People people bring up this fact. Well, I mean, he broke he broke the record for yardage. He broke the record for completions. Yeah, he also th- broke the record for the most picks. When you're careless with the football, obviously some of them are going to come down with spectacular catches. I've never been a believer in Jameis Winston. I'm personally still not a believer in Jameis Winston. Not saying he can't do it, but I think the Saints got to be very careful. They're going from... Maybe not the strongest arm, not the most mobile, but very careful, very accurate, very good decision-making Drew Brees, at least in his prime, to Jameis Winston, who can be careless with the football. Sean Payton, luckily for him, I think they're, they're going to have an offseason, a preseason to work this out. We'll have to see what happens there. Uh, here's some interesting news. A couple weeks ago, Alex Smith was cut from the Washington football team. They signed... Fitzpatrick yesterday, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the veteran. I've, uh, you know, the thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick is, look at the past teams he's been on. They don't have a winning record. I, I mean, sure, Miami has a winning record, but they've mixed in two with the mix. I have nothing against Ryan Fitzpatrick. But who would I take uh, if you were asking me to choose from Alex Smith or Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'd take Alex Smith. I think he's more careful with the football. He knows how to play the game better. And he was winning when he was playing. Um, so, I mean, I don't really love the pickup. I don't necessarily know what they're playing as a quarterback. There's still some qu- quarterbacks available. Personally, look, I know people are saying they need to stick with Sam Darnold. I'm not a Sam Darnold believer. I'm just not. I, I You can tell me all you want to that the Jets didn't give him the right things around him, the right weapons, right blocking, right defense, right coaches, and that's all true. But I think he might be messed up pretty badly right now where he's going to need a really good organization to turn him around. And unless you have that, which the Washington football team does not right now, uh, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know who gets him. Here's another interesting pickup. The the Bills signed Emmanuel Sanders. This is big because all these teams, remember, there are a handful of, of teams last year with young quarterbacks who were looking to make a leap. So what did they did? They got them all big time name receivers. The Bills went out and got Stephon Diggs. The Cardinals went out and got DeAndre Hopkins. 
Here is the problem. When you look at something, that's why everyone was so mad last year. When the Packer drafted Jordan Love, they said Devontae Adams needs to be freed up. And Devontae Adams still plays well, tremendously, obviously. With that being said, you need another target to keep the defense honest. And the Packers didn't do that. Emmanuel Sanders is an older receiver. I thought he was going to help the Saints out tremendously, and I think he did. But he's an older receiver. Uh, he can take some attention off of Stephon Diggs, and Josh Allen can find himself a new target. And and having a second receiver really helps. I think that's the, the Cardinals' next step. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a great pickup for them. I can't wait to see what happens in that division. And here is, uh, this is, this. I know I've been saying that word a lot, but this is another really interesting pickup to me. The Texans sign Tyrod Taylor. So, Tyrod Taylor, obviously, he won't be the quarterback of the future there. With that being said, he's not a bad quarterback. Is he a little bit limited? Yes. Uh, is he older? Yes. And does, does he get injured a lot? Yes. With that, be, with that being said, when you look at the Texans situation, they can either keep Deshaun Watson there who probably won't play, or they can trade Deshaun Watson now, Deshaun Watson doesn't want to go to the Jets, so you can't do that. But you could trade Deshaun Watson, get some trade value, get some weapons, and help Tyra Taylor out. I think they're just looking for a competent, older, mature quarterback that they know will either help Deshaun Watson out if they can somehow talk him into staying, or just sort of run and manage their team until they can find a replacement for the future. The Chiefs are rebuilding their offensive line quickly. They signed a couple big time tackles and guards, and this is huge for the Chiefs if they want to, if they want to uh, keep up with what they've been doing, reaching Super Bowls, reaching in deep in the playoffs. Because you have to protect Patrick Mahomes. They've been doing that. They did a terrific job of doing it, making that their number one priority this off season. Listen, the Browns have been making some moves in free agency. John John Johnson the third has signed with the Browns. This is big. Look at the Browns' struggles last year. Now, I'm not crazy about Baker Mayfield because he is limited. With that being said, look at the Browns' struggles last year. Most of them were not on the offense. You still got some backs. You got Kareem Hunt. Uh, they, they put him. They, they, they may explore trading him. A report came out. I don't think they will. I think you'll sub Kareem Hunt. Who knows what's going to happen with Aldo Beckham, but you still got weapons. You still got a great offensive line. Baker, depending on how much you pay him. Good running backs. Miles Garrett, I think if you can find one more rusher, which they did. I mean, one more edge rusher, but they did find another rusher. I'll talk about that in a second. But John Johnson is a huge pickup for the secondary because a lot of their problems from the back end get up a lot of big plays. The Browns team consistently put up 20-plus points a game. You cannot ask your team to do that unless you're like the Chiefs. So I think getting some pieces in the secondary and getting, and getting another rusher is going to help tremendously. And uh, just some breaking news here that I just uh, learned. Why I was literally recording this podcast, I said earlier, I think the Cardinals need another piece. They got two good edge rushers. They got I, I just talked about Emmanuel Sanders with the Bills. This is huge. Chandler Jones, or I, I'm sorry, A.J. Green to the Arizona Cardinals is huge. I said last year, Kyler Murray's going to win MVP, and the Cardinals are going to be contenders. They were they just didn't have that experience and they were missing a couple pieces. They solved them all already. Their offensive line is good now. Kyler Murray's getting better in development. That Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins connection is only getting better. You have two good edge rushers. AJ Green is gonna take a lot of the pressure off DeAndre Hopkins. If Larry Fitzgerald comes back, you have Andy Isabella deep threat. That is huge for this team. That's a huge signing. 
let's just look at the Arizona Cardinals situation right now. Let's take a look at the division. They're in what many would say is the best division of football. And I don't disagree with that. Let's take a look at what's going on in the division. It's drama with Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Drama with Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Matthew Stafford is going to come in and learn a very complex system under Sean McVay. You, you now have a great edge rusher and another great edge rusher, Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. You have a gr- some great pieces in the secondary. Isaiah Simmons is going gonna, is gonna to be a stud. You have two good backs. You have a star quarterback who I believe is going to be great. You have a good offensive line, and you have two great receivers right now and three if Larry Fitzgerald comes back. The problem last year for the Cardinals was DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler. That connection was great. Larry Fitzgerald's great, but you really needed another true receiver, like I just mentioned with the Bills and Emmanuel Sanders, to take pressure off DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. Who does that better than A.J. Green? No one. He's the number one receiver for a long time in Cincinnati. I don't know what Cincinnati is doing, but that is a big-time pickup for the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I can say this confidently right now. The Arizona Cardinals are the best team in the NFC West. Who's better than them today? They have better weapons and I believe a better quarterback than the Rams. They have a better team than I believe the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's great and those weapons are great. I believe today the the Cardinals have the better defense and the better offense. This Arizona team is going to be very good. They're going to be contenders and they're going to and they're going to pose a threat to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. All right. Well, some big time free agent signing there. Uh, the free agency is only going to continue. I only continue doing this podcast, but that was some breaking news I had to talk about. But that's going to wrap it up for Red Zone Radio. I'm Robert Wampler. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll see you next time on Red Zone Radio.